I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. But I will say, I think Rose was premeditating your numbers, Tim, and coming in very tight. No, I, that's what I do on our normal <laughs> our normal ones, because you're always telling me that we're f- I'm fucking slow. <laughs> Hello, and welcome along to Fuck a very shit. special... Sorry, 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 sorry. Can you do that again? Do you do that again? <laughs> I reckon leave that one in. Do Tim, don't hide your face, man. This is what it is, okay? This is your life's work. Can you believe it? When you die, this is what people will remember you for. Episode 5 of the Rob Schneider Overlooked and Undercooked Asian Mama Mexican Kids Once Daily, Once Weekly Comedy Review. I'm Guy Montgomery. I'm joined as always by Tim Bat, and we have two very special guests with us today. They are the ladies of our boners of our hearts, Rose Matafeo and Alice Ned. And welcome along. How are you both? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Awesome. Didn't Guy do a good job on that introduction? Because I feel like our brains are broken, but it was like the second he got into it, he just, boom. He's he's a professional broadcaster. Are you watching this special every day, are you? For a Mm. week, yeah. For a week? Wow. We've seen it five times now. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez, okay, cool. How How many times have you guys seen it? Just the once, actually. Just the once, and barely, to be to be honest. <laughs> I am, ne- yeah. I mean, I don't know how you want to structure this, but do we just start talking about it? Because please I don't... do. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty done with it. I, 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 I have to fully admit, I, I kind of zoned out more. It became almost like um a meditation podcast <laughs> in the sense how much I was relaxed and zoning out. Like mm. it did the exact opposite of i think what the intention was was to engage me and instead it calmed me and relaxed me and that it felt like white noise yeah well in fairness to you it's extremely hard to stay concentrated Mm. for a full 44 minutes 44 gorgeous minutes only 39 Um, of those are comedy mind (laughs) i reckon 39 is generous generous as so we've got a couple of theories. So I don't know, like, so I guess I guess all the listeners we well versed in this because they probably have watched it as well. But um, 
So you thought he started quite strong. I agree. No, okay. Well, please don't put words in my mouth, but I did, <laughs> say, that. did say that. But I only said that after you said about five minutes in, it's not bad yet. Yeah, it's not bad yet. At five minutes in, it's, I would fully stand by that. It wasn't bad yet. And then almost as if on cue, he then went into a line about, he did an impression of his wife and then in a Mexican accent. And then he said, she's not Mexican, but it's fun to do the accent. Yeah. Clarification. Is his wife Mexican? Super yes. duper. Okay. All right. Okay. Interesting. Intr- so that was just a joke. Ax- oh my God. It was a joke. Okay. <laughs> it was a joke. So let's, t- let's touch on accents. <laughs> Shall because, we? Because, because. That's what the discussion we, uh, we were Rob having. Schneider is not the- afraid to, and nor should we be. <laughs> he has empowered us all, if anything, <laughs> to to use any accent we want. No, um, Alice asked a. Do you want to ask your? Yeah, the question, question I asked was: If you're of Asian descent, does that mean that you can do any accent <laughs> from any um Asian country? What are the rules? I was talking to my new flatmate about this because he's a Filipino Kiwi, and. Uh, we sort of didn't answer this question, but I was like, did you even know that Rob Schneider is Filipino? Like, is he Filipino's forgotten son? And he was like, no one knows that Rob Schneider is Filipino. He has never, like, claimed his heritage out loud. <laughs> he has never kind of said the word the Philippines in any media that he's made. Like, this is a brand new thing for him. This would make the the fantastic Asian mama, Mexican kids. Mm. And if you didn't get the title, guys, I just want to explain it. His mama... Uh, she is Asian, but as kids, well, they're Mexican. How um, does that work? I don't yeah. know. But uh, all I'm saying is, if 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 what Ethan has said is true, and that he hasn't really uh, made reference to his heritage previous to this special, this is his coming out party, and doesn't he come out <laughs> and have a lot of fun with his heritage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't but know. Not that... even really specifically his heritage, other Asian minority yeah. heritage. Yeah, yeah. He never does a he never does a Filipino kind of mm-hmm. apart from his mum. Yeah, he does his mum. He does Kore- Korean and Chinese. Chinese. Say, those to, are his. I feel. Like to say all of this is to suggest there is a level of nuance in his accent work which I have not detected. I'm not drawing huge (laughs) lines. It's like someone, it's like an impressionist saying, This is George Bush. Hi, I'm George Bush. And and now I'll do my iconic Al Gore. It's me, Al Gore. I will defend, I'm not going to defend the reasons why he does the accents, yeah. but I will defend the accents. I agree. Because I honestly do think there actually is nuance in between them. Yeah. And he yeah. does think about those quite hard. I, I, I'm i not saying that I agree that he should be doing the accents, but in terms of the quality with which he performs them, I'd say those are some of his strengths. Yeah. And so, doesn't he, I mean, doesn't he not? He commits 15 minutes of time in the special to it. I can't get past the idea that this is material that he was cutting up with on the schoolyard and he's insulated or coddled or successful enough that he's never had to do anything else, never had to learn anything yeah. else. And so it's like, he's finally got this special. You're not going to, yeah. you're not going to not commit to tape your best material across 50 years of. Well, where do you think, but well, wait, well, how many specials has he done? So uh, he was, he had a first one on Netflix. He, he had, he had like a breakout HBO special, apparently in the late eighties, early nineties that kind of helped him get SNL that launched mm-hmm. the Rob Schneider. We know, but outside yeah. of that, I don't think between like say 1990 and now he's not put out comedy. I actually don't think he's been performing comedy. I don't think no. like he's got the sort of, you can't tell. 
He's got the presence or confidence of someone who believes that they can do it, but like it's it's not a cohesive presentation. Yeah, I, what what he has, which I, I I actually like the most about his performance style, is that level of self, like the insecure level of it, where you can see it. And if you do comedy, I think it might be naked to the uh, uh, civilian eye. Civilian eye. <laughs> But 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 to 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 bore down into his soul, you can see these hints of deep sadness and sort of like um, going, oh my god, should I be here? Like, do I deserve this? Am I is am, am, is this material good enough? Am I losing them? And and you can feel that, and that is actually the most compelling element of the of the of the special. I know you've only seen it once, but can you remember any moments where like you really got the sense that Rob was feeling all at sea and needed to quickly grab a life raft of a um, oh. Asian locality I, to send up? Well, no, because I think so much of it was just like I mean, Americans possess American comedians particularly possess this utter confidence in whatever they're saying is important or. I mean, good or a good enough quality to you know. And God bless for that. And God bless them, and that's how where they've got to today. Uh, and <laughs> and that's the why darlings, the country's doing the so well. Yeah, those darling sweeties. And 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 there were moments of humanity. I think uh, where he genuinely laughed at something. Uh, and 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 it sort of no. There was like one moment. There was one moment. There is what there is one moment where he sincerely laughs at what's happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which one is it? It's the um. I've got it written down somewhere. Oh no, no. It's it's when he puts the microphone up his top and he and he and he and it makes it look like a boner and then he goes, oh, that looked awful. <laughs> yeah, that he does was enjoy the that. moment of humanity. No, but that was the moment of humanity where he goes, oh man, oh. I Gross. think I think he's visibly hating it the whole I think it, it's one of the most joyless no, performances I disagree. I've seen. <laughs> I disagree. I actually think that he was loving it. And I will say this though, but I do feel like his insecurity got the better of him and there's a clear turning point in the show when he brings out the piano player. Yeah. I think that's a sign that that is yeah. a man who has lost his confidence because it doesn't even feel like that was a pre-planned decision. It feels like that's something where he's gone, I'm going to have the piano on stage. And if I need it, just if I need it, like I'm not sure we're going to do it, but if I feel mm. that we need it, then then let's let's engage the piano player. I'll have a pianist creating, on standby. Creating yeah, a special when you have... You know how Dylan Moran is famous for coming on stage with he's got like a glass of red water and a cup of coffee and a cup of tea? If you had that with just <laughs> the, the, the red water. Show accoutrement. So like the, yeah. the red white... Oh, what did I say? Red water. Red water. Oh, the, 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 the sweet, sweet, red sweet water. red water. Red, red water. This little sweet boy doesn't want to believe anyone's drinking alcohol on stage. <laughs> Absolutely What's that not. sweet little raspberry drink he's got? <laughs> <laughs> He's got that burger. He's got that burgundy cordial. <laughs> Do you know it's such an odd choice to have red wine on stage? I reckon. Really? Why? Fuck cool. yeah! He's got a black. Because I don't really like have a sip of red wine and feel like hydrated or ready to go. Or like I have a sip of red wine and I go, okay, it's time for TV. 
Like, it's not a performance drink. God, you've never, ever said, okay, it's time for tea. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you sup on that gorgeous claret and, and, and announce to the room, okay, it's time for TV. Well, watch out, because it's, it's going to start happening. Let's turn on the boob tube and Ellis, let's see what's I, going I, on. I love your idea that Rob Schneider is confident in doing this to the point that he can go out there and start without any support but then is also so insecure that he has a pianist on standby his daughter on standby a string quartet on standby and like yeah. what what else do we think rob schneider has waiting in the wings what unused props well, and sort of escape routes well that's why the daughter first of all was so reluctant to sing with him because she knew that she was only kind of come out if it went bad and he ran short so that's why she's like coming out and she's like, oh, dad, I'm sorry it didn't work out, you know? I reckon they had um, Kevin Nealon with a shepherd's crook uh, <laughs> side of stage <laughs> ready to ready to uh, pull, pull off him and his daughter and his whole family. I think but... they had um, a video from Adam Sandler of a message wishing him well that Dude, they were going to chuck out if, on a projector. If he had anything to do with it, if, if Adam Sandler had provided any materials for that special, you, kn- you know that they would be in the special. Yeah, oh, Adam Sandler no, demanded he pay for the cameo. I reckon that I reckon that um, Rob Schneider wanted to do a tribute to Chris Farley, but then he saw Adam Sandler's one and he was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> All right, he had to can his hell. at the yeah, last minute. Yeah. Were they tight? Oh no, it was Spade, right? Spade nah, and he were real tight. Yeah. So I mean, Spade be adjacent. Spade should do a special just so he can dine out on that. Maybe Spade should have been there for his friend. <laughs> I reckon Rob Schneider definitely invited David Spade, and David Spade didn't show up to the record. Oh, I mm. thought you meant that David set. Spade should have been there for Farley. And like not oh, no. die. <laughs> oh god, that would have been Jesus Christ! No, no, God bless David Spade. I think we've got the same birthday actually. Um, but I, uh, I have a theory about the pianist, and that is, and that this is my madcap conspiracy theory, right? But I think the pianist, because I was like, God, that's going to be a nightmare for editing, surely, uh, with the special. So I reckon it was that Rob Schneider knew that he had he was going to go under knew that he did not have enough material for an hour long stand up special running a 40 a tight 44 including a fucking song so 39 so he knew that this elongated piece of routine they they they, they didn't want any cuts to it so he purposely brought on the piano so they couldn't cut around it <laughs> otherwise it would have been a nightmare for audio continuity that is completely what's happened you're a genius do you reckon that, I, absolutely I, yeah I, I can't remember who it was but i remember reading there was a comic who used to do that who like had musical accompaniment for his specials for that exact reason so his yeah his, they couldn't edit around it <laughs> i definitely think that's what's happened i here. think it's i think it's true i think because it's his weaker portion his weaker portion is the middle 20 minutes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of a can i throw something yeah at you too, which is not on the special, but something we figured out so, uh, consequentially. I read an article about Rob Schneider's wife, awesome. and I did the math, and it turns out they met when he was 41 and she was 17. Okay, first of all, that's cool and legit. Next question. <laughs> is it those legit? Were, those were my two questions, Alex. Is it legal? Is that cool? And is it legit? Is it legal? Um, it's legal. Sixteen is the age of consent, oh, is it? isn't oh, it? Yeah, Not in America. Yeah. Not What's in most states. Most states, it's eighteen. 
Or did he meet her in Mexico or America? And are the ages of consent different in each country? I'm going to assume... Yeah, it depends what state you're in. I think California might be 16, though. Is it legal? That's a question mark. Is it legit? Hell yeah, my brother. (laughs) (laughs) 41 and 17. I can't get past it. And we want that to be reflected in legislation. (laughs) Okay? It's legit. It's too legit to quit, and we need that supported by the law. This podcast becomes a big supporter of lowering the age of consent to 16, just so that Rob Schneider can can live in peace. For the record, that will be earmarked as the episode that you two appeared on is when we started driving for this change. Um, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Alice, you you dismissed the second half of the special as the, the weaker half. I sort of have it divided into the first half as all of his great accent work and um, sort of racial observations. And then the mm. second half... Don't forget molesting his mother-in-law. Well, it's, mm. I know. Oh, but yeah, that, that bit was a real highlight. And can I tell you, I genuinely enjoyed that bit because I worried that the punchline of the joke was going to be that it was his daughter. So from that sense, <laughs> I was absolutely relieved. Bar, Rob Schneider has to clear... <laughs> <laughs> it's not molesting daughter. Yeah. Well, because they'd done a bit previously about his daughter sleeping in his bed. So I was like, oh, no, here we go. This is going to be some dark Do shit. You know, actually, this is a pro, a positive I drew from the special today, is that I really quite I quite admired his physicality of his uh, seven-year-old daughter, you know, yeah. arguing her case to, to uh, get into their bed because of her nightmare. I, thought I think that was a bit. strong bit. That was a strong bit from Rob, I thought. Yeah. Man, you guys have got a totally different take. You're, you're, <laughs> you're giving him a lot of props for different jokes here. <laughs> Can you maybe walk me through your top three Rob Schneider bits and then one bit that yeah. you thought was uh, either just unacceptable or no good? Um, 
I liked the I liked the dinosaur bit with the kid. This is all relative to the other material in the special. Let it be known. Uh, can this I is not this well? is not ranking it as as a you know as compared to other comedians and their jokes. I'm purely ranking it as compared to other jokes within the special. Did you what yep. did you say to me? I think you should compare it to other jokes and other people. You know. Oh, well, I'm you, not going to do that. Um, the see what happens from the mountain. Agreed. Yeah. Do you know why that? Do you know why that joke works? I've been thinking about that because the actual the premise that exists inside of is garbage, is nothing. Mm-hmm. But it works because the mic technique is really strong, and also it's like really yeah. strong. The bit is reminiscent of what you would see in sort of a Rob Schneider esque early two thousands comedy, where it's like you can actually visualize it. It's quite a cinematic mm-hmm. joke. It's quite it's quite jackass Happy Gilmore vibes, you know, uh, mm. in that physicality. Which is and, and then not. this, I did not enjoy the bit, but I liked the gall to take on the Me Too movement. <laughs> Underscored by the, the piano, so the that they can't, yeah, the they can't to mince take his on the words, they can't change anything yeah. he no. says. He says, no. bring no. the piano out, I've got some shit to get off my chest. <laughs> yeah. 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 I enjoyed that. I was like, someone's got to speak to this, you know? The pig potential bit is so devastating to me because it, like... There's a level of self-awareness that Rob Schneider has about what a piece of shit he is, which is fine and groovy and cool. But it's the fact that he projects it onto the entirety of the male... He's like, well, everyone sucks as much as I do. It's like, I was with you, and now you've lost me. This is my boy. Hashtag not all men. (laughs) Tim Bat. It is honestly so dire, though, to think that, that... I mean, that is how his brain probably works. Like, you're either an ago or a hottie, yeah. and that will how he treats you will depend on that. Well, you know what this is, though? I, okay, so I think this is a condition of... I mean, I'd say, um, in, in my stand-up, I, I, I feel similar in that it's a contradiction in terms to uh, announce that you're a piece of shit and announce that self-awareness, but then later in the special, or later in a the show, then start to say, like, just and make these hot takes as if anything you say as a piece of shit it's it's yeah, illogical yeah. do you know what i mean like to believe that these things are important or true or you're making these universal um uh sort of inarguable statements when really you're a piece if you of did shit. it in the reverse order as well that works way better because it's like he's coming out speaking yeah. truths to power in a way that only rob schneider can but then slowly, like, yeah. kind of devolves into vulnerability. But this is just like, I have no credibility. And now, here's what I think about the yeah. world. There are some logical inconsistencies in his point of view on the world because his opening bit is about how disinterested he is in sex. And then throughout the special, he is mm-hmm. uh, bemoaning the fact that his wife won't have sex with him. Can I speak so to So I was this like, what do this? you want? Yeah. You know, do you want sex or do you not want sex? Because uh, uh, the message is unclear. I think that. Um, his so his uh, idea of of what men want and what women want in relationships is you know like what women like want relationships men want sex very common kind of you know take especially in comedy and stuff and and it's always this really depressing take of these men who are and I, I it hasn't clicked to me until today all of these men talk about these women who are don't that this idea that women don't want sex and sex is a nuisance to them and they want other things but i've realized that it's the that no one has ever wanted to have sex with rob schneider and Mm -hmm. i think that's his experience is that he's never perhaps he's never gone for a woman who really wants to have sex with him so he's constantly in this 
holding pattern of constantly going for these women who are perhaps unattainable or or, or um, physically or aesthetically are maybe considered um, more attractive than him um, and more beautiful. So he's constantly like, you know, shooting for the stars and then getting these women who are kind of almost repulsed by him. And so his entire idea of like sex has, is, is this warped kind of form of it. And what he needs to do is find someone who would be fucking stoked with having sex with Rob Schneider. But it's because he has been poisoned by the ideals of beauty and the expectations, especially particularly in America of what attractiveness is. And He'll never be happy and never have like that positive sexual experience. So this I don't is know. such a generous read on what has created Rob Schneider. Maybe it's generous. Maybe that, it's too generous. This is this is like the jo- the Joker level. Society is the real villain of the Rob. God, Schneider yeah, special. maybe I am. Maybe I'm the men's right activist. No, shit. no. I think I there was a real melancholy that I saw in that. I think your point can be true, and Rob Schneider can still be a piece of shit. Totally, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, to- I totally agree with the idea that, like, because it is, it does, it touches all of his material and his outlook is like, it is, yeah. it is this binary: men yeah. love sex. He loves titties. Mm-hmm. He loves, you know, all of that stuff. And, and, except when they're in the way of bloody cookies. Can mm. we also explore the logic of that bit? It, <laughs> it's been driving me nuts. He says, "I'm at an age now." I couldn't believe this was his opener. I, I'm at an age now where I, I, I'm more interested in cookies than sex. Because what's that cookie? And, and then he enters some sort of contract with someone where he says, what's that cookie underneath your tit? Yeah, two of the cookies under your tit. Please, thank you. Where is he getting these cookies? Who is he talking to? <laughs> Wait, I, I have zero idea. And I don't think I fully realize. In my mind, the cookies were on like a kitchen island bench. And a woman was naked in front of them and he was asking her to move out of the way. But I did not realize that they were like under her breast, which yeah. is a, a, an enormous pair of breasts in order to fit like a... F- oh, I could probably no, actually... Could, I, I could put say, a cookie could, under my boob. I could put a cookie under my boob. I could put one of those um, ones, you know, the cookie time sells in the in the boxes for charity. Oh, there are many ones. I reckon I get a full Afghan under there. <laughs> get a full, full, full size cookie yeah. time. Full, right. I'm going to get a full size cookie time under my right and then a few little charity ones under or my left. Or maybe an, an airplane one, the ones that they put, give you on the plane. Yeah, just I so we definitely get an airplane cookie for under my breast. International listeners, an Afghan is a biscuit in New Zealand that I don't think exists anywhere outside of Australasia. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. It's That's a, a legit thing to call it though right isn't it is yes it because of the, yeah, i've looked yeah. into it afghan yeah. hound okay all right sick all right Oof. Yeah. fuck it's always a close call isn't it it is biscuits yeah. and teddies it's a strong way to go love, love to our afghan community alice has come um, on here championing lowering the age of consent and just throwing around <laughs> inspired by rob perhaps all sorts of crazy <laughs> colloquial terms for yeah. biscuits and people <laughs> I will say this about the special. It makes me, as a mostly gay woman, depressed at the thought of having a wife because they just sound awful. Yeah, always like, ask me to get a glass of water. They sound so bad. I've never watched a special and walked away from it going like, can't wait to have a wife. Like, 
that, that the, that's what makes me want to be straight or just like pursue that path more within the special when he's trying to paint his wife and indeed all women as these intolerable shrews who just try and trap you in a relationship yeah. so that they can suffer through it his wife comes across as somewhat of a sympathetic character like his wife <laughs> in his jokes where he's bad mouthing his wife she's doing so much of the domestic work around the house She's, like, mm. getting the kids ready for the party, providing for the party. He is self-aware enough to be like, you, he's on his phone the whole party. This is her reason for not wanting to have sex with him, which is, like, she has to articulate a reason instead of saying, I don't want to have sex with you because I find you repulsive and this entire relationship is a nightmare for me. <laughs> it's just, cr- like, it's crazy the way that he sort of, he just, he sways and falls over both sides of self-awareness, where it's like, if he could actually leave his body and his experience of the world and see the version of himself that he's presenting, I think he would understand how unlikable he is. But instead, he's inside of it. And so he's like presenting but, all this information as though he's actually a charming cad who's just like, This is my. He's so close to getting it. And this is what I was trying to articulate before is that if he, if he stopped short at universalizing what a piece of shit he is to everyone else, there, that's the special. That's great. That's what you want. I'm a fucking massive asshole. Let me tell you some stories about that. That's great. I'll watch that for 44 minutes. Musical interlude. But it's when you go, the world sucks because everyone's like me. It's like, they're not. You just suck, Rob. I think think that he belongs to a very unique uh, subset of American comedians of a certain um, generation. Which includes Rob Schneider, it includes Adam Sandler, it includes Ray Romano. It incl- it's, so it's it's what it is. It's it's these um intel. I'd say intelligent men who are deeply sensitive and I'd say artistic, struggling with the fact that they are self aware at their own unimportance in this universe and their own kind of failures as a human, but they are they cannot resist the compulsion to fall into the same patterns of of these of this material and of the, the the of that world and so like it's like adam sandler is a person who will do don't mess with the zohan but also do like punch drunk love and it's like he has it in him he has this awareness and this artistic sensibility within him but then he can't resist the compulsion to then do this other thing it's it's like a weird jekyll and hyde thing sandler's yeah. Sandler has an economic imperative he is providing for a huge number of people who he's brought this along to true. the ride but Rob Schneider is the same, I think, maybe. To a, no, Rob to a Schneider's not extent. providing for They're anyone. Playing, a I family! Barely. I, I think what it's important to understand is that guy and I figured out that Rob Schneider is not getting paid for his specials on Netflix. He's dropping the special off with a bag of money to an executive that he found <laughs> to like get it on the platform See, in the back door. But that I respect that, kind of, because he's a man who is like desperate to have his art seen and like yeah. you know like to what lengths like i don't respect it like on the whole but i perhaps respect it more than people who have been given the opportunity to like you know i, I don't know there's some pathetic aspect of that that i go fuck man all right what? he needs to get some of those I, out i i i okay, okay you're calling his art he needs to get it out i understand i that. love where I, rose is at. I, I want you this. to i want you to imagine watching this material either by Rob Schneider or some nameless comedian of his age at a live show they could have a British accent they could have a New Zealand accent they could have an American mm-hmm. accent I want you to imagine this material being performed at a show you're on and you're mm-hmm. like I haven't seen this person I'm going to engage I'll watch it I want you to visualise mm-hmm. being in your body at that gig and tell me what your response mm-hmm. is oh it's that this is 
horrific. But guy, I, I think you forget like this is our day to day experience with all stand up comedy. There is there is barely anything that differentiates Rob Schneider's material and what he was doing on stage to some of the stand up comedians that we are literally we are we know well. We've known for years. We are we would actually go as far to say they're friends or acquaintances. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you, you put yourself in that position. If that wasn't Rob Schneider, that could be any person that you are perhaps were chummy with in a green room and there's like i think that there i mean his material is what are you saying is that we're overwhelmed by bad comedy yes absolutely (laughs) but you can you not control that as you move up through the through the like you know as you spend more time and you can kind of curate who you perform with and who you perform around can you not um Oh my god! Please think of the lineups that you are on all the time, and you would not endorse every comedian with who you you share a lineup with. Yeah, I, but I, I know, I, but I, the, I, but the percentages are moving towards that. Yeah, sure. I I have a very oh, Rose is a comedy auteur. I'm not a comedy auteur. I've got I'm I'm a I'm a comedy like uh, truther. No, I have so much. Well, you know this. I have so much really uh, and it's a problem love for pathetic men true and <laughs> and a lot of aroha <laughs> a lot of aroha for 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 pathetic men because i think that cuz i fundamentally believe women are better than men yes. so that a, path- a pathetic man is the most pathetic you can get do you know what i mean <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, a pathetic man yeah. is so much more tragic than a pathetic woman. Yes, I do believe that, yes. And so it's this utter pity that I I think, and especially in yeah, stand-up, you know. my heart you know, breaks for male stand-up comedians. When they're failing because they've got everything <laughs> on their side. When they're failing this yeah. hard, you're like, you had everything. <laughs> Well, and you and you blow it. That's what I think. That's why. That's why. Like some people. That's why like, men don't want to recognize their own like privilege because to admit that you had privilege ad- admits that you had ev- everything going for you mm. and you still came up short. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's so a scary I think, position I, yeah. to be in. <laughs> can we talk about? Can we talk about um L King? Yeah. And what were your thoughts on it? We loved it. We loved it. <laughs> We loved it. Highlight of the show. <laughs> did did you like it for the flow of the special? Did you did you feel like it made sense? I thought it was the natural ending, the natural culmination of all of the material we'd heard preceding it, where he hates his wife, he yeah. hates his kids, he hates his family, he's ugly, he never gets laid. So what that means is, let's hear a beautiful song from him and his daughter <laughs> from from an earlier from a failed marriage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> His grown daughter, who still loves him despite it all. Like, I felt like his daughter watching that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought it was actually a beautiful moment. Yeah. And I wondered how much she got paid. And that's a really good question. True. <laughs> Guy and I were um, having, we, we chat live as we watch on this, like, mm-hmm. add-on thing. And um, we were striking, struck on the point today that you can tell that those two have been through a lot. And um, yeah. the fact that Al is only one year younger, or maybe less than his current wife, who he has two kids with. Oh, like, really? Yeah. And I feel like you can see that on stage. Like, you can read oh this gosh. relationship and the heritage yes. and the layers and the interventions and the, like, running away and the coming together. And there's, there's not, like, there's the not new layers. wife doesn't touch Al King yeah. when, when she there's comes on. There's not a lot yeah. of physical comfortability or affection between them at all. She actually reaches across Al to hug Rob and get the mic and say hello 
and there's a it's real frosty between those two. But then but then Al does love her step siblings. I think. Yeah, yes, I think she's she got really a lot does. of love for them. Yeah. yeah. I think Al's a decent person. I'd say that we can also. Also, do you know what was really, really beautiful? Was I think the oldest daughter's Miranda. Is that right? The seven-year-old. She yeah. gives Rob such a tight hug, like she is so proud of her dad for having done this thing. I could really feel. I mean, she... listen, a lot of people have turned up to see him do this comedy show, and they're having a bloody this good time. This was recorded moments before, like this was recorded while COVID nineteen was impacting the world, but moments before that sort of mass gathering was. Not just like immoral, but illegal, in the state wow. of Utah. Wow, it's it's recorded in Utah, Salt Lake City, baby. The Where comedy else? capital, the yeah. comedy capital, <laughs> the comedy capital. They bloody love that he had three wives in Utah. He's only got two. No, they only like His it if you have them. Si- they only like it if you have them simultaneously, Ellen. True, true. Huge mistake on my behalf. Not sequentially. Take that, you fundamentalist Mormons. Not, not other Mormons. <laughs> um, we're we're, we're going to need to wrap this up. I'm so sorry to say. Um, it's okay. Is there any? Is oh, there honestly, anything? that's totally fine. I would love to get final closing thoughts and ratings. Okay, final thoughts and ratings. You want to go first, Alice? Yeah, final thoughts. I reckon, as a rule of thumb, in any comedy bit or special, if you have to tell the audience why a joke is not racist, odds are the joke is racist. So uh, that that's just one of my final thoughts. Um, and a rating, I'm gonna out of, I'm gonna give it, um, I'm gonna give it out of ten. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it three, three Rob Schneiders. Okay, thanks, Alice. Out Counterpoint of, though, before Rose yeah. goes, mm-hmm. what if it isn't racist and it is accurate though? <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't thought about that. Well, then we find you. ourselves in an intellectual pickle. <laughs> Quite the quandary. Sorry, Rose. I. I'm going to give it a very generous four out of 10, even though I zoned out for most of the special. Um, Because I believe that, I mean, very rarely, I think any standout specials are 10 out of 10. Mm. And I know that he has sadness, sadness in his heart. That's so true. I feel like it's punching down, you know? Do you know what I mean? On Rob Schneider, because he's not... Yeah, that, I, is, I feel that like... is the question that we haven't asked this season, but we do on every Overlooked and Undercooked is, are we punching down onto Rob Schneider? So it's amazing that you bring that up. I feel like we're punching down onto Rob Schneider. This is his space, obviously done it illegally in COVID times, but like he's just putting something out there and, and, it, and it is, and some of it's absolutely shit and absolutely like the wrong take on stuff. But also, look, I just don't think... Oh, I just, I think I like Rob Schneider. I think Man, I like Imagine being a part of the Rob Schneider cluster. Um, I'll give it <laughs> half a star out of five again, Tim. Jesus. So one yours. out of ten. I just want to thank so much our two guests for coming on. It is, uh, it's it's always so much fun to hang out with Rose and Alice. And we had planned to do it in a, in a more fun way where the, us and we were going to go do karaoke. It was going to be real oh, fun. So and then oh, lockdown fucked us. And it's been Lockdown robbed away from me. Um, but I've also really enjoyed like the humanity that Rose has extended, and it, it it's honestly it's filled my heart with a different perspective on Rob and like 
people of Rob's ilk. And I think it is, it's a very like kindness forward approach. Yeah, and whilst... so nice. I will just say though, when you have two guests on a show, I wouldn't single out one for enjoying what they've brought to the podcast. <laughs> I would try and give compliments that apply to both of Guy them. I was about to say something, so you just ruined your shit. I was, ju- I was just going to support Tim's point. It's been a real pleasure having Rose on. <laughs> we have, at the conclusion of these, we have been recommending alternative comedy specials that people should watch instead of this. Um, we actually forgot to on the last couple of episodes. Rose, you've, you've had a shout-out, but Alice, I've been really enjoying. Alice has got a fantastic show. It's available internationally on YouTube. It's called Alice Nen's Bad News. She takes big topics and somehow, can you imagine this? She makes them fun and funny while also being informative. Oh my informative. god, get fucked! Uh, so please, it check is that fucking out. sensational. Thank you. It's such a good show. So much for listening. Two two more episodes to go. Uh, love to everyone. Stay safe. My advice: give up. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.